Oh my gosh. It is episode 100. Can you believe it, Elaine? I can't. Honestly, I, I sometimes I feel like we've been podcasting forever. Other times I'm just like, we literally just started this like yesterday. So 100 episodes in and we're going to start this one a little bit different. Same music, but we're going to do a montage. What do you think? Montage? Sounds yes, fun? absolutely. All right, let's roll that starting now. A lot of things that I thought ministry was all about weren't what ministry was all about anymore. And that's when I started to redefine ministry as just the administration of God's love. And that doesn't have to happen in a pulpit. It doesn't have to happen in a sacred building between 10 and 12 on a Sunday morning. That can happen anywhere. Most people out there who are deconstructing are keeping it secret. They don't want their families to find out or even their spouse to find out or their parents or their kids or or their church especially, or their pastor, right? And then to find out that there's thousands and hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of us out there who have the same questions, it's very validating. Our future is love, and that source is love. And I choose every day how I want to interact with my source, my higher power. All of the bad that happens to us is not because God decided to whack us across the side of the head for some sin that we did. Those who are broken are actually a gift to the body of Christ. And when you have that much need for Jesus, he tends to shine through you more. And so if you want to see more of Jesus, find a broken person. We were created from relationship and for relationship. We were created from that the relationship of the Father, Son, and the Spirit. And we were created for relationship with him and with others. What are we saved from, if not hell, as in specifically eternal torment? Then it's just like, well, you're just treating Jesus like he's either fire insurance or he's your golden ticket to Candyland. It's about coming to God in a positive spirituality in a non-discriminatory space. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Reckless Pursuit. My name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And this is episode 100 we are in triple digits. Guys, we have been at this, oh my gosh, for 100 episodes. Actually, just a, it, this is like a little secret here, guys. We've actually been at this for 101 episodes, Elaine just told me. But hey, who are we? who's counting, right? I mean, 100, 101. We had a bonus episode, but 100 official episodes into The Reckless Pursuit. And I cannot be more excited to just sit behind a microphone and be able to say that. Because this all started, what, almost two years ago now, right after I had just resigned from my position uh, in ministry, kind of on not the best terms. And truth be told, that whole year ended up being like the craziest year of our freaking lives. And yet here we were behind these microphones recording every single week. And oh my gosh, we've made it to episode 100. So on this episode, we're going to talk about where we came from, what we've learned, some of our favorite moments, and where we're going. But let's start with an icebreaker. Elaine, what's a random fact, it can be any fact, about you that our listeners might not know after 100 episodes? I used to really be into skateboarding. They wouldn't know that? I don't think so. I, I don't actively talk about it. It's been like I think the last time I actually skateboarded was 2012, so... Can we take that one step further? Elaine wanted to be a skateboarding model. Yes, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder slash runway model because I wanted the world to know 
that women can get down and dirty and have fun and they're not afraid to get hurt, but also that they can wear cute clothes and be pretty on stage too. And didn't you also skateboard with six inch heels one time? Or multiple yeah, times? I would say I like rolled around a little bit. I didn't okay. actually like do any flips or anything. But yeah, whenever um, I had like homecoming and prom and stuff like that in high school, they all of my heels were like six inches. That was the thing like everyone wore like big gaudy shoes and stuff. And um, I kind of like rode my skateboard a couple of times in the driveway with the shoes just to If I wore six I inch heels, I would just roll my ankle. So congratulations on yeah. that. Okay, random fact about me. We have one guy in particular in Nomads who learned this about me recently, but I'll go ahead and make it public to the world. If you don't know this about me, uh, here you go. I am extremely into cryptozoology and anything like mythological creatures. I absolutely love all of that kind of stuff. And the Mothman is my favorite of all of them. Uh, I've seen the movie. We got to go to Point Pleasant. This is a big reason I'm bringing this up. We got to go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is where the initial Mothman sightings happened in the United States. And so that was super exciting. I had my picture with the statue and got to see the museum and all that. And I want to go back and spend more time there. I was going to say, we got there right after the museum had closed. It was so sad. We so were five minutes too late. Yeah, five minutes too late. And we didn't get to go to the museum, but it was around Christmas. So there was like Christmas trees all lined up behind him from the city. Yes. So the Mothman I, was adorned with Christmas I was going to say cheer. him because it was the statue of the Mothman, moth not Mothwoman. We're not assuming man. it's gender. We yes. don't know 100% <laughs> sure if he is a man or, or a woman. Or existed. Or but, if he has you know. any, maybe, I don't know what, <laughs> the moth creature thing, it. yes. Anyway, so that is my random fact. All right, let's move on <laughs> to something that's a little more pressing. When we started this, like I had said, I had just left my job as a youth slash worship pastor for seven years. Uh, we walked away. We had no idea what we were doing. And all we knew is I had some random audio equipment left over from my band days. Hey, why don't we just start a podcast? We knew we loved having conversations about spirituality, but let's be 100% honest. We didn't have our voice yet. If you go back and listen to some of those early episodes, we refused to take them down. But so many times I've wanted to because I was not bold. I was not brave and I was definitely not reckless at least in the in the aspect that we talk about here on this show. I was scared to death to share my perspective outside of what I had felt like I was allowed to share because for years, I mean my whole life I grew up in church. I I had all these questions and so many times whenever I would step out of my box and mention them, I would kind of get rebuked for them and not just in one specific setting, in multiple settings. Multiple times I would share what was on my heart. I would share what I was thinking and I would just be told I was different or my opinions were extreme or I was out there. And the more we have had these amazing conversations with you guys, with our amazing guests we've had, uh, just, you know, just some of the most amazing people on this show, the more we have these conversations, even with each other, the more I realize, wait, I'm not alone. Actually, there's a whole lot of people and they've all been through something very similar that I had been through where they had felt like they were the oddball out. They had these thoughts, these opinions, and they didn't get to share them. So with that being said, Elaine, how have you grown spiritually since we started this podcast? I feel like I've asked more questions. I feel like I'm exploring other ways of getting closer to God through like more meditative practices and stuff like that and just being more open 
Um, for me, like I always grew up in a place where it was safe for me to ask questions. And I asked questions literally about everything and anything but faith and religion, spirituality, just because I don't know, like, I guess I had permission to do so, but I didn't really have a whole lot of questions uh, growing up about that specifically. But even the past two years of podcasting, I feel like I'm asking even more questions of like, well, well, why does the Bible say this? Or what does it actually mean? And just really discovering who God is, who Jesus was, and all of that stuff. For me, like specific to me, the relationship that I have and how it may look differently than it did a, a few years ago. And then just since we started this podcast a, two years ago, and I just feel like, one, my relationship with God has deepened. My relationship with people has also deepened. And I've also feel like I've understood myself through the lens of God. Yeah, that's good. And I, I can attest to that too. And the biggest thing I can say is just finding my voice. I've always wanted to be bold. I've always been the front man. I've always been the guy that everyone goes to when they have a problem or they need a solution. I've always been the, the yes man, the guy who didn't know how to say no. That's something I've learned a lot in the process of this podcast is knowing when to say no, knowing when to stand up for myself. And that's really a large part due to like so many of the people that we hear from and learning from other people's experiences and just realizing that I don't have to try to please man. Because all I am trying to do is deepening my relationship with God. I'm not out to hurt anyone, but I don't have to. All these things that I thought I was weird or I was strange or had these opinions that were wrong, I realized there is, it's not having a wrong opinion. It's just sharing where you are in life. And that's been one of the most beautiful things that I have come to realize uh, in 100 episodes of podcasting. So Elaine, looking back on where you were then two years ago, where are you now and what uh, what areas of your life have you seen the most growth from? Outside of just like my spiritual walk with God and my faith and everything, I feel like I've, I'm a lot more vocal and more outspoken because I remember whenever we first started podcasting, I got so frustrated because I did, felt like I didn't have anything to say. I stumbled over my words. I didn't really know what questions I was asking myself, much less other people. And I just feel like, I mean, before we ever hit this episode, like two or three months ago, I started my own podcast. And so I just feel like I'm more confident in my voice and who I am in different aspects and different perspectives outside of just my faith. And I feel like I'm a lot more active online, even with just some of those questions with some of my thoughts and, and being even more brave and bold in that and not really caring about the judgment or the criticism if I have a crazy question or if I, if I think differently and just being comfortable in that. And I know for me, uh, it's, it's some of that, like being more brave and bold, like I was just talking about. But the big thing that I feel like I have grown in spiritually, or at least something that has like stood out to me that has changed is now, whenever I hear other people's perspectives, whether I agree with them or not, whether they're hyper conservative or they're more spiritually free or whatever you want to look at it, however you want to, you know, slice it. I feel like I've been able to look at people and understand where they are a little bit more. And I don't mean that as like, a, like on an ego way. I mean, like for myself, I don't feel as quick to judge when someone snaps at me. I don't feel as quick to judge whenever someone calls me a name for believing the way I believe. I feel like I have really grown in the idea of learning about people instead of just basing 
what I think they are off of my preconceived like notions of them or those first impressions. So with that, let's just talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments. These are completely spur of the moment. We're just going to read these questions real quick. We're going to say whatever comes to our mind, and then we may throw a a nice little clip in there, one of our favorite quotes from those episodes in these, uh, as we say them and as we go. So, Elaine, what episodes surprise you the most? So immediately, whenever you asked me that question, I have two things that came into mind. One is a specific episode, and one is actually a series that we did. So the specific episode that sticks out to me that really surprised me was an interview we did back with Tristan Williford. And it was about finding God and math, like finding God in math yeah, and math and all of that stuff. And that like, I just never, ever thought when I, I hate math, like I don't like math. I don't get it. But like, I never would have thought like, oh, I would see God in that. And it was just a very cool conversation. Like I was just very intrigued with it and just his analogies of even time. And like the timeline of the Bible and the timeline of 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 God's emotions. Well, how everything is for is a formula, yeah. and like it was a formula on creation. And it's like, still playing out. The formula is still playing out at this moment. And being able to prove God mathematically and just all of that stuff. That's just very fascinating. I think the thing that I relate most with math and God is that idea of design. And the first time that struck me, I was in high school, and a teacher brought in this video on uh, on something called fractals. And if you're not familiar with the concept, uh, fractals are basically like repeating patterns. Yeah. And they show up all the time in nature. So if you look at like a, a forest, there's a pattern to where the trees are. And that same pattern kind of gives you how which trees are going to be thicker and which ones are going to be thinner. And that mm-hmm. same pattern on an individual tree tells you kind of where the branches are going to be and where the leaves on each branch are going to be and where the veins in the leaf are going to be. And it's the same repeating oh, wow. pattern again and again and again. And uh, I'm listening to these guys talk about how, you know, with all of our engineering knowledge, we just can't create structures and, and systems that work as efficiently as these repeating patterns you see all the time in nature. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing that that uh, that random chance could come up with such a profound and amazing system. And I was just like, this is this is what it means to 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 see God. And the series that kind of surprised me was our Enneagram series and just learning about the different personalities and how I could tie that into literally any aspect of my life, spiritually or emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever. And just looking at the different people in my life, different relationships that I have myself, even you, like just understanding like how people operate and how um, God is in every Enneagram number and, and, just what that looks like coming together as a collective. Yeah, I know learning about the Enneagram like shook me in a way that really sparked a lot of my curiosity about just learning God through people and just how that all plays together. The episode that stuck out to me is actually a pretty recent episode, and it was The Renewing of Your Mind with Todd Vick. You are in control. Your mind does not control you. You are supposed to control it, and God gave us the ability to do that ask questions to to broaden our horizons he wants us to do that he wants us to find the answers because he wants to give them to us and the reason it stuck out to me and todd if you listen to this later like i'm completely uh sorry for having assumptions but todd stood us up (laughs) on our very first conversation he didn't actually stand us up it was a miscommunication and like he got busy and like it was just this it was this funny thing but like it was the first time anyone had ever like 
not got back with us immediately. And I was like, oh man. And so like I was working, I was not in the right minds. This is way before we recorded the episode. It, too, was mind you. it was right in the middle of like our really busy season for us. And I was like, oh man, I really hope, cause we get, let's be honest, we get people reaching out to us all the time, but a lot of them never follow through. A lot of them we weed out beforehand, but I actually really liked what Todd was talking about uh, whenever we first kind of met online. And then whenever we went to have this call and then I didn't hear back from him and like, it got to me at first and I was like, oh man. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to base like one little instance. Like I've made mistakes. I've missed calls before. I'm not going to base this and like base my relationship on this guy based on like a missed call. And so we picked the call back up uh, a few days later and we just had like this in-depth conversation right there, like sitting at a baseball stadium and like we we're sitting there on uh, FaceTiming this guy and come to find out like we have so much in common and like I just adored everything I loved uh he sent us like his book I loved reading his book the renewing of your mind it was great I just have to say something whenever we got off that call whenever we were at the ballpark I literally almost cried it was just such a powerful conversation all of his takes on evangelism and just how like we talk about what the renewing of we talk about renewing your mind, you know, but we don't ever get into depth about what that means. It's just the power of thought and the power of habit and the power of what you put into your mind and the power of meditation. All of these beautiful things and the way it conceptualized God in a practical application. Uh, I, I just couldn't believe the conversation we were having. And then it just carried right over into the actual podcast itself. And we still actively talk with Todd like on like a, um, like every single week we're online talking with Todd now and he's become one of my favorite people uh, among a few others that we just talk to all the time online and so Todd I'm so sorry that I almost judged you based on an accident and guys let that be a, a learn from my ignorance there you don't like first impressions are not always good uh, lasting or should be lasting impressions as Lemony Snicket has always always said once said in one of his books that first impressions are often entirely wrong so there you go so cody i get to ask the next question what episode currently stands out to you right now in this moment all right so right in this moment i'm trying to scroll back in our log here to find it and the reason it stands out to me is probably not like the best reason <laughs> it was a conversation we had with Robert Sullivan and Ben Valentine, who I used to lead worship with all the time. It was one of our earliest episodes. Such a fun and interesting, awkward conversation. I loved that conversation so much because when you get the three of us in a room, we go berserk. <laughs> I just enjoy uh, it. It was also like a catalyst conversation because it was about questioning faith, right? And the whole thing was about how it's okay to have questions. It's okay to have these doubts. It was really like a foundational episode in the podcast. Also, Robert may have said something that sounded really awkward by accident, and that may have also attributed to why it stands out You also out to had to cut out half of that. Like, there's so many things that people think of, and they're like what you were talking about with creation, like, was it seven days? Was it several thousand years? And it's like, you know, the answer to that could be yes. It could be right. both. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, there's so many places in the Bible that that could actually be. Like, hey, if I take my ring and, like, pass it through a piece of paper and say that's like a little world in there and there's little stick people or something. And one person's saying, you know what, I think that as you pass it through, you, like, see a line and another line and another line because it's two-dimensional. And then... <laughs> 
like another little stick figure is like, no, I think that's Robert's ring. And so they're seeing it two different ways. This guy's like, no, it's it's just a bunch of lines that are passing through at different times. And the other guy's like, no, it's a ring. And well, they're both right because it is a ring and it is a bunch of lines. So I think there's so many like false dichotomies that we set and say, hey, mm-hmm. it's either this or this when it's like, you know, it could be both. It was a great conversation. <laughs> and so that's the one that stands out to me immediately. I don't know. You? Okay, so mine's more serious. Of course it is. <laughs> the episode that sticks out to me is one of the mental health episodes that we did, but specifically with Robert Gere. Mm, that was a good one. And him sharing his story about his family member that um, his entire childhood was always compared to and everything. And just the story of that was just very compelling to me. My family has a weird history with mental health because back way before I was born, my uncle, my mom's brother, killed himself when he was 16. And he had been seeing some variation of a Christian counselor of something that had said he had depression, but they said that he was okay for whatever reason because he had made several suicide attempts and they were trying to monitor that. But eventually he did succeed. My grandparents and my mom after the funeral and after everything was over. And I was like, so how did you guys cope with this? Like, how did you guys go and talk to anyone? Did you guys ever work through this or process it? And her answer was, unfortunately, no. Like, they didn't deal with it at all. They just, they didn't ever talk about it at all. They just tried to let it go. Like, they knew that it happened, but they weren't going to, like, work through it as a family. Yeah, and that that was a great episode. Robert uh, said some amazing stuff and just was... This is a different Robert, not Robert from my episode, Robert but Robert here. here yeah. yeah, he uh, he was just very quick to say like, "Hey, the church needs to step up their game with mental health. We need to quit avoiding this, and it's just not something that we can just sweep under the rug." And there's a big difference in a church pastor, and then there's a big like a big difference between a pastor and a counselor, a licensed professional. You know, one is for spiritual health, one is for mental. Don't cross those lines. Don't confuse the two. They are separate, right? But you can have both right absolutely you can have both and don't it's not fair to expect a pastor to have all those answers and also if you're in a place of leadership it's not fair to assume you have those right answers either that you're capable of dealing with those things and that's just i I loved what he had to say there so on a serious note I, i couldn't agree more all right elaine while we're on a serious note here what uh what episode shook you just like on a spiritual level So the episode that comes to my mind, honestly, I wouldn't even say shook me on a spiritual level, but it was the episode that you had recorded by yourself just, what, a day, two days after your mom I recorded it the day after. And going back and listening to that, it was just such an emotional, impactful episode. And why I say not necessarily spiritually, but more like community-based and um, family-based and all of that stuff is just how you were talking about forgiveness and how you were talking about loving people and loving people through hard situations and stuff like that. And it just really spoke to me, one, being your wife and being in that situation, just all the craziness that was also going on at the time. But just going back and listening to just your raw honesty, transparency, I'm not even sure if you ever went back and listened to your own episode on that one. I don't know if I have or not. Because I don't even think you edited that one. I think you just pushed it out and yep. said exactly what you did and then moved on to the next next episode the next week or whatever. And so that episode, it shook me just on an emotional level. 
I don't care if you feel it's annoying to the point that you have to show them so much love that they're sick of it because I'd prefer them die sick of love than sick full of death and regret and hatred and sorrow and loneliness. How dare us not show that love? Yeah, and just uh, kind of a quick thing. If you're new to the show and this is the episode you happen across, uh, I would I would encourage you to go back and listen. This is something I've talked about quite a bit, but my mother was a very um, vibrant alcoholic, and that actually is what ended up taking her life through a long series of intense struggles. And I recorded that episode literally the day after my mom passed away at like, it's officially recorded as like 12 a.m. on like the 13th, but it was actually like the like 9 or 10 p.m. on the 12th. And so like technically it's recorded as the 13th, but it was actually on the 12th or something like that. Anyway, so it was late at night and I literally got up that next morning after just like I, I was preaching my mother's funeral. Like I had a lot on my mind. I literally just walked into the, the office before before any of the rest of the stuff I, I kind of came to, I just turned the microphone on and recorded just my heart cry out at that moment. And uh, I, I don't listen to that episode. I think I may have went back and listened to it once, maybe, maybe part of the way through. I have, I, I probably should, but it was just, uh, it was very emotional. And so that's one of the beautiful things about podcasting is capturing some of the most raw and real and albeit extremely emotional and sad and hard and, and just trembling pain moments but being able to encapsulate those for other people and i just i knew i had to and so uh, on a on a different note one of the episodes that just shook me spiritually was with austin fletcher and i gotta be honest like anytime austin is uh, on the show i feel like i get like spiritually challenged i loved his perspectives over halloween and just how like he actually used to not celebrate halloween even though he's one of the most not religious dudes i know like he was talking about some of his stuff with that and just how uh, both of us learn mutually from each other. But specifically, episode 73, Religious Fear uh, Versus Spiritual Freedom. And I loved that episode just because that is the epitome of so much of what my heart needed. I needed that freedom from religion, even though I haven't been in a religious mindset in a while. I had still been ruled by so many of those religious dogmas and I had not experienced true spiritual freedom in such a long time. So that episode was a huge breath of fresh air. There is freedom that Christ came to give you from law. Freedom from law and rules and regulatory righteousness. And there are plenty of ministers out there handing out rules and regulatory righteousness and conditional righteousness. And I would say sin management. Here's how, you know, you get your accountability partner, you get your, you know, make sure you do your, you read your Bible, you know, twice a day and you need to go to church every Sunday and need to give. Oh, you know, and, and sin, by the way, isn't just, you know, a lack of morality. It's also, you know, not giving to the church and it's, you know, not, not, uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah. It's such a broad subjective definition. You know why it's so subjective? Because all things are permissible. And of course, this could go on and on and on. Elaine, I know you absolutely adored Paul Angoni's episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to say favorite anything. interview that we have done thus far in the Paul past Angoni. two years. Great yeah. interview. That was great. Uh, some of the other ones, Carl Forehand's interview was great. Uh, Thomas J. Ord had an amazing time. We can't forget David Hayward's been on the show twice, the naked pastor, sharing amazing stuff every time. There are so 
many interviews in depth. Mary DeMuth was not too long ago. Tracy Winchell. Uh, Christy Burmeister, way back at the beginning, right out of the gate, one of our first controversial subjects where she shared her story of sexual assault in church. And then, oh my gosh, Eric Nevins. The list goes on and on. We're missing so many. But I mean, there's just been so many amazing people. So for everyone who's been on the show, we want to just reach out and say a huge thank you guys for taking the time to uh, to come on and share our last episode, last literally last week. You know, Jason Elam had an amazing episode. I was taking notes on that one as I was producing it, uh, even though I was involved in the conversation. So, guys, there's just been some amazing conversations happen, and I just cannot be, I can't express how grateful I am that we have been able to do this thing, and just uh, that we're gonna get to continue to do this thing because we are headed. Uh, for another 100 episodes. We're not slowing down. We're just now pushing in and we're going to pivot and we're going to shift, but we're going to keep pushing and keep asking harder and harder questions. We're going to keep having more and more conversation. If you're not in Nomads, I can't encourage you enough to go over there and ask to be a part of Nomads because that is where this conversation is going to keep going. And, you know, instead of all the usual closeout stuff, let's just close out this way. Elaine, what has been your biggest takeaway since we've started podcasting? And while you're thinking about it, I'm going to go ahead and share mine. Is that okay? You still thinking? Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and share mine. And this is something I've shared a lot lately. And that is just that if you want to see people, it's not in a building. It's not in a place. It's in the eyes of your fellow man. I have learned that over and over and over. God keeps bringing it back up. Spirit keeps bringing it back up into my into my heart over and over and over and it just came to me finally, clear as day, not that long ago, to drop your anger, drop your burdens, and just realize that, hey, when you look into the eyes of someone, even someone that is supposedly accused of being the most godless person on the face of the earth, God is still in them somewhere. That person just doesn't know it yet. And whenever you take a second to view them as God's vessel, that person is a vessel that is capable and able to carry the glory of God. All you have to do is pour something out. When you It's the whole analogy of would you toss out a car because it ran out of gas? No, you'd fill it up. You'd give it new gas because that car is worth money. Well, how much more so is that true about people? And that's been my biggest takeaway. And I, I can't express enough how much that has impacted my life. The biggest takeaway for me is that regardless of how confident people may sound, or pastors or leadership or really just any random person who thinks that they have all the answers, legit nobody has all of the answers. Everyone has questions, whether they voice them outwardly or not, we are all dealing with something. We are all having things that we question and things that we are struggling with and that we're not alone in that. If you are online for anything more than 10 minutes, you're going to see people asking questions and asking some of the same questions that you're dealing with and that everyone is just trying to search for their specific relationship with God in the best way that they know how to. And because of that, we need to be more graceful with each other as well as ourselves. Yeah, and that's, the epitome of this show. And that's what we want even more of. We want to keep asking those questions and we just want to press deeper into that. 
every single one of you who take the time to click and listen and guys there's a lot of you it's, it's amazing and it blows us away every single time we look at download numbers we look at responses that are started coming in even more so lately and guys you you're the reason that elaine and i are brave that we are bold and that we are recklessly pursuing christ without caring about the consequences that we are open to these conversations and i just want you all to know that we want to keep having more so here's to another hundred and another hundred after that and another hundred after that thank you guys for sticking with us and being a part of this conversation we look forward to the next one and as always be brave be bold and be reckless we'll We'll talk talk soon. soon